go on stage and just go for like two hours. It's like they're just talking. They're just going. And once you get them in a thought loop, it's like, here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. It's the new threat. It's the Gone Wild Podcast. We're fucking going. New threats. The song. Holy shit. This is the song, New Threats. On the Gone Wild Podcast. But on the Gone Wild album. On the Gone Wild T-shirt, on the Gone Wild T-shirt, coming on October Sunday. I play guitar in this song. Justin Siegel plays guitar in this song. Kathleen also plays. I play bass in this song. James also plays guitar, a four-string guitar, five-string. That just came out the headphones. Nah, that's coming out. Everything that's coming into the podcast, everyone can hear that. That song is called New Threads. Yeah. Should have kept going. Yeah, it's like the intro music. It's kind of a joke because it's like it's on every fucking the the first song is called New Threads and the last song is called Gone Wild. It's almost like you're sandwiching all these songs between two fine pieces of bread. It's gone wild. New Threads Gone Wild. Yeah, it's like a beginning and end. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's a killer Isn't that song. Another BC Rich. Yeah, it's just fucking playing. Killer song. So what do we got about this song? We're gonna talk about the whole album today. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into it. We'll get right into now it. we're listening to this big ass song. He's here in the basement. He's here. Hey John, how are you? Chili peppers again. Come on. You should get John Frusciante and be like, you have to tell us about your relationship. Yeah, no, we get John Frusciante and Josh Klinghoffer on the fucking podcast. It's pretty, like, depressing. Like, is it because they're still like doing shit, or is it because of like because of the past? Well, they can't do shit now. Do they care though? Oh, they fucking rich. Are they Kylie cheating themselves in the drug world? That's our next step. Walk and the car. What'd you say, James? It's a pedal. Who made it? Uh, Electro Harmonics. It's actually where the song. It's actually where the song. You. That's where the song "Next Step" gets its name. Who's Um, the German guy at the end of the song? Okay, can I just say that, that, like? 30 minutes ago, I feel like I th- I thought of the idea of, like, we have a podcast called the Gone Wild Podcast, and we have yet to say, like, talk about... Like, Why it's called the Gone Wild Podcast. Yeah. So, it's called the Gone Wild Podcast because our band, New Threads, which is comprised of us, who I guess, who haven't introduced ourselves yet, Jacob Keplinger, 
James Siegel and Justin Siegel. We're New Threads, and uh, we have an album called Gone Wild coming out on October 2nd. Ooh. So to go with that, we started this podcast, the Gone Wild podcast. So far, we've had Dan Suarez on, who is an old New Threads bass player. Who We're James working replaced. on... Working on getting a Canadian on. Working on getting a Canadian on. We uh, are? Mick, uh, yeah. Uh, the dude from Reddit? Who's yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. Did you talk to him yet? No, no, we're working on it. Though. It's okay. going to happen. I have good faith. This is a recurring plot line of season one. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. but We still need to get Will on here, too. We got to get Will on. Yeah, yeah, there's some beef going on between some X New Threads members here. So we're going to... Uh, we're was Will in the band? Will, Will, Will was in the band very briefly because uh, Nick Cheater, our original guitar player, uh, Will, he, he left. And so we had Will to play lead guitar. But then Will decided to tell us he was going back to Puerto Rico. So yeah, that ended shortly, too. So we got our other he friend, Jake go? Burdock. Huh? Well, we, we knew he was going to go back at some point. <laughs> but it was like he came back and moved in with Dan. So we assumed it was going to be like next year, maybe, that he would go back. All their plans but, are very in the air. Yeah, I mean they it, don't they don't have anything like grounded of what they're gonna do. Yeah, it's just a yeah. They're way good. to live. It's it, it's an way interesting it's a it's a way to live. So it's, it's the way fucking way she goes. Way she goes. People, everyone lives differently. Sometimes, sometimes she, she goes, goes sometimes she, she doesn't go. This time she didn't go. It's the fucking way she goes. And I I literally like like when you said that to me today, I was like, you know, you're totally fucking right. Hey, man, when Ray said that to me two years ago when we watched Trailer Park Boys in the fucking I was townhouse. like, he's a drunk and he lost all the money. What I loser. was like, damn straight, Ray. Fucking damn fucking straight. Yeah. I you guys mean, got me fucking hooked on that You know, show. I've talked to like everybody at my that. job. I've like pretty much met and like talked yeah. to everybody there. Except for there's this one dude, the mechanic, his name is mm-hmm. Ray. Never once fucking talked to him. He, uh, we've made eye contact probably a million times. We've never once fucking said a word to each oh, other. He's one of those dudes. Where you're no, just he like, talks to everybody else. You're gonna meet he him, talks to like, everybody else, but it's like there's always that one dude at work that you always. I'm see just like, why do I not talk? So every, sometimes I'll see him be like, "What's up?" And he's like, he doesn't even say anything back to me. I'm like, wow, this is like a thing. Ah, he's like <laughs> so, playing it, fucking uh, Ray. You should know, play him. You should, you should dude, use he's, the he's fucking. Like, Who's the alpha? Yo, you gotta fight his ass. Yo, he's fucking. Yeah, he is got, sizing yeah, but you, you have other assets. You gonna kick his ass? Fight? He's 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 the alpha over you right now. He might, he might oh, be the it. strength. You're he fucking, might be the height. The balls. Go yeah. Bob, Bobby, Hill, him. Bobby Hill style. Don't straight you think he should fight balls. him, James? You got. You want to fight about it? I think Let's you, go fight. You could use some different tactics than being a big. Strong. Yeah, I know. It's called guy. go straight for the fucking balls. My yeah. shin. Oh, wow. I have a, you I have a mean shin. Scam. <laughs> I have a mean shin. You're hey man, away. I know hey, I'm. But you're scrawny. giving away your. Hey, thing, I though. know I'm scrawny. I know I'm fucking like. <laughs> I can lift heavy boxes at work, sure, but I'm not like a. I'm not gonna kick anyone's ass unless they're fucking like twelve. So it's like. Why not? Look at me. You're well, a big dude. Remember, Indi- have you ever seen Indiana Jones? Kids? Have you good. seen the Indiana Jones you're, movies? You're the ass of dude. I would just prefer to just go take the fucking like it's like come on we're here's the thing you had like in in you had war before before Vietnam and war was yeah. like peaceful and then Vietnam was like yo what the fuck are you doing we're trying to win it's like we're not trying it's like to we're have trying some to kick you in the friend. balls we're I, trying to I'm play. trying to kick you in the fucking nuts and and I win. don't give a fuck this is war. What the fuck are you gonna do about yeah, it? Yeah, why the fuck war a game for so many like, Why are you taking your life serious is Viet Cong? Right. We're gonna yo, make a, like a yo, serious the like, Viet chess Cong match out of it. Literally had like 
They would dress up, dress up like gorillas and they would set up traps with spikes and poison, but they'd make it so it would kill you slowly so they could just like watch you. Like, <laughs> like torture fun. you because it's like, that's, that's, actually, that's like low-key a fucking huge flex. I think that's like a war crime. Like a military flex. Like <laughs> if you you're looking like in terms of like... Probably not in that situation. Yeah, no, it's, it's if you're going like against the US, I mean, what else can you do? Like yeah, on the other side, it is really like, dark. fuck you. It is a fuck you to the U.S. Like, really? You're going to come after us? We're like these, like, you're a superpower. That's the thing is the U.S. is a superpower. And they're coming in, like, into the jungles where, like, <laughs> native people do, are living. Do, uh, do you think they're going to try to fight with their, like, the, that's the, the only thing they have. Do the rules of war fucking go out the window when you're a tiny country going against a super? fucking power kind probably yeah. I think, well yeah you're it's like you're, it's, it's <laughs> all or nothing you're yeah. fucking hail marrying on every move it's like when I play Madden when I play Madden against my brother my brother's like fucking great at Madden and I suck so for me it's like I'm just doing like a hail mary every time like I'm gonna fucking go all in we're going in with super soldiers they're going in with like like they don't have all they have is their like native techniques so all they can do is hide and set up traps and that's yeah. what the song New Threads is about. We're just running it. We're just sending troops in. We're, we're going with numbers. This is the second song on the album. It's called Bagman. That's right. This song. He's like, fuck, I'm like, Jesus. Obama's a lion snake. You got me going, man. Now it's like, oh, wait, we're doing the God Obama's a lion snake. This song is named after an episode of Better Call Saul called Bagman. Wow, clever, I know. It actually has nothing to do with it either. Bagman in this song is like a fictional superhero who wears a bag over his head. You know what's interesting about this album? What's interesting about it? A lot of the songs that we wrote in the beginning stayed. Yeah, no, we pretty much wrote a track list and just kept it. Like, we didn't really replace it. Like Schlitz Tower. Some of them we literally gone wild from though. the name. We yep. just like it, this album came from all parts. This yeah, album was really never just like this method. It was just like we pulled from here, we pulled from here, we kept like. I mean, some of these songs we wrote like in quarantine. We just didn't really like Batman. I wrote in quarantine. I feel two like scoops was basically written out of quarantine. Was this our seventh album? Seventh. New I feel like by by this time we're just not even thinking. We're letting it come. Oh, that kick drum rhythm was like a last minute decision, too. Yeah, I remember you telling me when we were going to the store. Right? Um, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a new rhythm in Bagman. That was like the weekend we got the whole fucking album done. Yeah, that was literally the weekend we recorded the fucking album. Well, it was like with Free Rock, or too. Maybe we just got to those. And Free Rock, I remember now, was the same weekend we played at McGann's. We played at McGann's on Saturday night, and we came back, and we were like, that was fucking amazing. Oh, we're going to finish the album tomorrow. We woke up on Sunday, and we fucking finished the album. It was, I think it was kind of like a subconscious thing, too. It was like... Well, Free Rock, we just felt good. That, Do you remember that? We felt in the moment. Free Rock was fucking dope, though, because it was like, we got a track of, I think we got maybe Womble or something first, and we were like, fuck, we got Womble. And then we are like, fuck, we got these other three songs that we were having to know. Well, no, actually, the first song we had, well, the, we did, like but then weekend, eventually, that recording of Womble that we had ended up not here making the album. And we did a new one, uh, because we, the only, the earliest take we have on the album is the take of Heaven and Sand. That was the first song we had we like, that's dope because we were super excited about it so we released it as a single. Uh, and then uh, we had 1516 was the next one we did. And then we got everything else, Bongo, uh, Sudafed, Pogo, Free Rock, and Womble. All of that done on the Sunday after we played at the dance. I thought we got Bongo done the day before. Nope. 
It was all in one day. This album was over like three days on one weekend. It's interesting because it's like New Threats has always gone from a very like out there place and we let ourselves go like free rock is so like floaty and then we go okay we're gonna compress everything now. yeah that was the sort of the idea of this album is that we would take elements of free rock and elements from like Thelonious Wilma and like I'm gonna bring it up but it's true it's like the way that we did free rock was very similar to the way we did our self-titled album even though James wasn't really around for that I mean, he was not that he was dead, but he that was, was, he was yeah, just he was just up here in Boston. We were in Tennessee, Growing but we did up. the self-titled album, and it was like, hey, you know, uh, we're just gonna take like all the of these is, crazy bold ideas that we didn't think we were gonna like ever even attempt, like Wisconsin, and keep them out and and uh, peach and like all these songs. We're like, we're just gonna put them out. And we did the same thing with Europe. So we're putting this new sound of our band out. Bas- yeah, basically, we were like brainstorming a new idea that we then wanted to like. Because when we added Dan Suarez to the band, that like changed the whole like level of new threads yeah. at the time. So we wanted to do an album that reflected that. Like, he has a huge new threads album. Like, every new and it was idea. supposed like, to be more ambitious than mastered. Like we we didn't master the idea more than we were just saying, hey, here's the but new it's sound. sound. It's the same with free rock. Is the new so when sound. we had to form, it's there yet. When we got to Florence Roma, we were like, all right, now let's take all this cool stuff we did in the last album, just squeeze it into like one 30 minute machine. And it's the same type of thing here. We took all these huge rock and jazz rock influences that we had and squashed them down into like a 34 minute machine. Nine songs, 34 it's minutes. It's kind of interesting because like, Outside of new threads as a drummer, like I don't like see myself as like this big like rock dude. And like, but like when I'm in new threads, like oh, I'm the big fucking like that's like what I play on the drums. Like that's just what comes out when I'm in this like group. When I make this music, natural. But I don't consider myself a rock drummer. I don't consider myself like in this group with these instruments. That's just what comes out. This is brand new. This is this is we've never done a second song before. I love when we like I feel like every album we always have one song where it's like a new feel. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, I feel like we unlock, so to speak, we unlock a lot of new feel. We have this song at Laws going which is kind of the same one as this. You know, you have like two screens, like five but not three five, like the way that body was I also feel like in the last album was like when we really started experimenting with sound effects. Like yeah, this so album has, too, there's less of that in this one, but there's more taste. Well, yeah, there's a lot of really like crazy things that happen. Like right now, the sounds of India in the street, there's dogs barking, my dogs working. By the way, I didn't I didn't notice one until one day I was listening to it. Like, what Bongo? Yeah, the dogs bark. Yeah, there's like a little. I love the little tiny sound effects. Well, that's the best because sometimes I'll hear a sound effect and I'll think it's like happening outside. I'm like, Rosie, what the fuck? Why are you barking? It's like. What's the core New Thread sound? Yeah. What, ma- what makes New Thread sound like new- 
just like what's the sound what how do you describe it timbre and like energy like to me it's like it's always like like at the end of the day i feel like we're a rock band like is that what okay um like i'm saying like how would you what, well, what th- makes new threads sound like new threads i feel like it's just new threads feels and feels like there's endless possibilities as to what I, we can do to me as a drummer i, I feel, feel like, like yeah we're rock but i feel like we one day we could be like fuck it we're gonna do a salsa beat fuck it we're gonna do like well, a, that was kind of the thing that we didn't really i mean new threads was cool even back in the early days of new threads because like it, it, you know death in the afternoon has its flaws <laughs> but you look back at even that album you have a song like 18 years which is like a straight punk song and then you have right after it calvin klein which is a kind of reggae song and then right after that you have fraternity king which is like some 90s pop stuff you know, and the, the, we do all sorts of different things. And we only did that more on the next album. I mean, we have like Wisconsin and Keep Em Out and Peach. But then you also have like Money, which went into like the swing jazz thing in the verse. And you had like Stay Away, which is Sky. I mean, like New Thread just always well, kind I feel of like capitalized we have, like... on doing different genres throughout the well, album. I also like... And so when you went to an album like Threadsboro, we took it to the next level. And Free Rock, and took it to the next level. Where instead of just switching genres, you kept within like the rock umbrella, I guess... But you you use like the motifs of these other genres, and you said like, yeah, we're gonna play like a song like the High Road, and well, use funk the, motifs. It but has we're the play energy. It, like, new it has the energy of like new threads, like rock, like I don't know like if I'd say I don't know if I'd say new threads is blues. Even like like, but there like, is like an element of blues, like, and you like, can we feel have it. blues forms, but I mean well, we like, use a lot of blues, especially lately, like, specifically like free rock and beyond, because like you like we listen to like Pogo. Or you listen to like Head in the Sand, or you listen to like Flaws uh, Going what I'm Home. Si- the reason step. why I say not blues because I feel like we're bigger than blues. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're like, like prog. I, feel I like, like it's like prog blues almost because you like it's like because like look at next like step when we is like play a, blues. a song, but we're not playing like a song, in my opinion like a, a next step song. which I'm more like energetic. Like I feel in my like, threads. Well, rock, I feel like, like we take a genre and then we go okay that but rock this but rock. But I feel like, like we do the opposite. I feel like we take a genre and go this but new threads. Yeah. Like, I, I think new threads is louder. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. But I also feel like we, or I personally, because I'm a drummer, like to mess with the backbeat and say like, hey, I could play a normal backbeat. And when I do play a normal backbeat, I like to play a normal backbeat. But like when I don't play a normal backbeat, I like to like acknowledge the fact that it feels like it's just moving forward. Yeah. And like in a song like Wombo where it's like, it's in seven, but it doesn't, there doesn't need to be a backbeat going like, do, do, da, do, 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 da, do, do, The next song like, on the album, Two Scoops, does not really have like, yeah, I mean, it has a backbeat, sort of but it's not it, like, it, it just moves forward. The snares in it, the yeah, bass drums in it. it's not so much it, of like, it's not so much of a, it's like a wheel. Well, we'll hear, or we'll listen to it. <laughs> Oh, no. I, 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 I,
This is the most Schlitz song on the album. So like even though Schlitz is not on this album, it's fine. Schlitz would have made the album. I think we just do its own thing. Oh yeah, I agree with you. I think if we didn't record that song, if we had played that, if Schlitz stayed in the in like the bag until we recorded the album, I'm sure Schlitz is not. Like if we didn't record Schlitz until we recorded the rest of these. Justin wrote the guitar riff, all the guitar riffs basically, except like the lead part. In the, in the Dude, I fucking love the like disco part of this. I love the. I don't wanna. I think this song is like one of the best produced, probably the best produced song on the album. I think Rackets is the song that Rackets are like my top two. Like in terms of production, songwriting, instrument parts, like that's true. Dynamics. Like, what else can you do more than that? To make it better, other than to more expensive machines. You can put Michael McDonald on backup vocals. Yeah, well, of course you can. You can. The core of this song is there. And that's what we got out of this. Boy Orbison. I'm very happy with that song. Dude, like, you're right, though. Like, the amount of people that come to me and go, The baselines on this album are great. I feel like a lot of, uh, like from the drive, when you send the yeah, demos, there'd be things that you did on the bass where I was like, oh, that's cool, I want to keep that. So yeah, so that, oh, as I was saying earlier, this song is named after the wah pedal. Uh, the wah pedal is called the Electro Harmonic Next Step Wah. And 
and uh, we we made a lot of the songs on this album before we actually did the was just like we decided we were gonna have a song called Schlitz. We decided we were gonna have a song called Fucking Racket. We decided we were gonna have a song called We were the we arranged the track and stuff on whiteboard today, so I don't I yeah we got some ideas. So this is this to me this section is like, oh shit, they are gonna take that next step. This, this is like the next, next step. The like best. it's like next step. You know what I mean? We're like, here we are, the next step. I, love I guess I never saw it that way. You know, we were like, here we go. It's like, hey, we're we're taking the next. Like we're we are, This is the next step now. This bridge like makes this song. And I added that lead part like on a whip. I was just like, I just like, was, like all right, I'll, I had this idea. I'm like, I'll try it. It's got the major three and the minor three on the board. I was giving you the peppers in this song. No, I think a lot of people hear Chili Peppers in this song. I've heard a lot of people say it sounds like Chili Peppers, but like this is also a most popular song. This song is almost over a thousand listens on Spotify, which is cool. This song is this section dope too. Oh yeah, it is. Right now, he's definitely keeping favorite so far. I also love the vocal, man. Yeah, the vocal mix is pretty killer. So good. Oh, that's next, next step. Next step's a fucking dope song. Yeah, the next step is probably my favorite song. I think it's the best new Thread song. I love Captain Trips, though. Captain Trips is fun. Which the... We'll get to that. We're not talking about Captain Trips yet, you fucking asshole. We're on next step. Right now, well, we're next to go to step is in... But oh, yeah, yeah, next no, step. Let's talk about we're still next in next step, step because I feel, I feel like I wrote that riff at some point. And yeah, you I just sent we were it just to you like, and you we never need another song. To it. Isn't it? Doesn't but, I th- but then when we all came back, I was like, I have That's to true. Start. You did send it to me, but I didn't listen to it, I don't think. I think I saw it and I was like, oh, I got to listen to it. I saw the riff first and then I thought head. about the drums playing four underneath it after. I was like, I didn't really know what to do. Dude, but as soon as you played me that riff, I was like, yo, you could put like this like King Gizzard style vocal. man, like, nah, nah. Nah, but my nah, uh, nah, when you hit that four, but nah, my nah, 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 and like that would be so cool just just the pose juxtaposition. But I was totally thinking like way. Stevie Ray Vaughan in terms of like I wasn't thinking about like the time signature. I was just moving my hand up and down. And yeah, I was like, I what is it. the easiest? Ri-? You know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, that would be cool. And I was like, I've never heard that though. I, like why? You know what I mean? Like, like people and everybody who's heard that riff is, a, is just like that's a sick riff. But like, I'm saying my mom like, or my stepdad's got a friend back from like high school isn't that like who he's still friends with on feeling? Facebook who heard isn't the song that, and was like that's a, that's a sick riff. Like, like, you're just whipping your hand down. It's like, a fun riff. It's super easy and it's like like any guitar I pick up, it's like one of the first things I want to play. Now it's just next step. It's like it's like you can sit down and play that riff on a guitar and decide whether or not that's a good guitar right there. You can just be a fan. This guitar sucks because next step is not fun. Like, you get those chickens down, like, you figure out that pocket. It's not fun to play it's on like, it, then you're, gonna, if you don't have a good guitar in your hands. Honestly, you I shit. think you I came up box. with that like just practicing. Like it was like a, more of a practice thing. Well, yeah. That's how every good riff comes out. And it's like, like, oh, oh, wait, there's oh, a riff. This is cool. There's a riff sitting in That's how like every riff on this album was made. It was just like working with this scale or working with this, you know. That well. Like, that's like, like like lick basically. You that know, was you like, just like end up thinking, oh, you could build a whole fucking song around this lick, around this one little small idea. 
You can build a whole thing. That's what two scoops. Well, is. I think uh, two scoops guitar uh, part is literally just like uh, a like you could play all of the guitar parts in two scoops on a monophonic keyboard, like on a Moog. You can well, play the whole guitar say part is, like, as an artist, never two I feel like time. you like as an artist, you learn to like get out of the way of yourself because I feel like what we were saying like earlier, like this morning about like how like when people go to like. They're like they they're song they when they start songwriting they they do their practicing and their noodling and then they go okay I'm gonna write a song and I said this earlier of like yeah. the song is shouldn't you shouldn't go it's write a song it should be the noodling and we can you normally I think we go came, to I think we came to that realization back when we were in the storage unit and we recorded there goes my it mind was like, wait, and we, we, like, we were like songs. we basically were there like recording a demo if we're gonna record a demo of there goes my mind basically we played the song. And we had that whole like guitar solo and everything just live in one take. We listened to it back. And we're like, "Yo, this is the fucking album. This is." The, and we basically like started the whole album over from scratch after that. We're like, "This is this is the sound yeah. we need to make." Yeah, but isn't that threads. basically what we did this afternoon? Though we were like, "Ah, oh, let's well, exactly. write a song," and then we wrote a song. Well, now we, we now we well, exercise an idea that. of a song. Oh yeah, I guess just take that home and. just... What I'm saying is that it took us a while to get there. And yeah, we basically started off by playing, a, like, you started off by playing a, a chord progression. And we played that chord progression with, like, a bunch of different feels. We, we changed up how we were thinking yeah, about that chord yeah. progression. And then once we landed at a spot with that chord progression, we're like, this is comfortable. We were able to, like, expand within that that little idea and build, like, a song around it. Build other chord progressions, other parts, other beats around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but it's like it's the, the same way we form, build any song on free rock. It's sure. the art form of like we getting out of your own way and letting it come. It's out. not like we sat. It's just it, playing something over and over again. Like we were gonna. Out, like, you know it's I mean? not like we came it's here, sat down, and said we're gonna write a song. You know, we. Well, it's just what do you said, normally go to when you sit down? We decided down we were gonna do. And after a while, you start to see like, oh wait, there's like an idea there. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next song. What's Off the wall. Which yes, we stole the name from the Michael Jackson album because. In our studio, we have a massive stack of records that every album process, we had one for Bootleg Series 1, we had one for Free Rock, we had one for, uh, we switch it out every time. So this album process, we put Michael Jackson's Off the Wall on the display, and uh, well, we decided to name this song after it because we are cool. decided to. Which, this song probably took like... No time at all. I think we were like, let's write a song, and then we were like, okay. And then I, one of us wrote the uh, bass. Beginning, song. you can hear Justin and I yelling, "Fuck Dave Weckl." It became a drum song, though. This song on the for, on the record, I actually highly respect Dave Weckl. Yeah, we respect. We love Dave Weckl. It's, it's like a it's, friendly it's, tush. It's, yeah, it's a friendly tush. <laughs> Fuck Dave Wagner. It's a hey, I fuck Dave Wagner. Can I just say, it's a
that other resin there. Toasted oats. That's kind of like that step. That's kind of the joke the of the song, is that it's a, it sounds like Pretty it's much. a free jam, but it's only a minute fucking long. A minute 30 seconds is how long we made the rule for, because uh, we ended Racket kind of abruptly, and so after that we started doing songs like, you know, like, hey, I like to think we're going to end this song you know at how, like, a minute and 30 seconds. We would have the Pro Tools big counter up on the screen, I like and we'd be looking at it, watching, all right, all right, and then we get to minute 30, we just stop, instruments up, you know, we're done. Like kind of like a what like oh, a cheeky, yeah. like was, a cheeky was, warm up exercise too. from like jazz band, you know? You'd be like, like whoop, whoop, instruments up, you're done, you know? Like times up, times up, like brainstorming, pencils down. So we do like a song like free rock on the last album, that'd be 10, 10 minutes long. We do the same type of concept on this song or on That's this album, and it's a minute and thirty because we just decided we could do the same thing, have the same level of intensity build just in a smaller package. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a, free rock. It's it was a that good t- song is different every take. I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it. That's I was true. just more, you know. I mean, I think it, there wasn't really any song on this album I thought went about at any point during this process, <laughs> and I've just like enjoyed like it as like a ride, you know. Yeah. More well, than like I was like I had to put the energy in to get it done because I feel like I the I next just, song. The next yeah. song comes from us not thinking at all. I mean, so does the first song. The first song and this song come from uh, Justin and I, One Weekend Without James here, doing an album called Jazz Music by Seymour Butts. And uh, we yeah. basically just wrote The Laws Going Home, uh, Raisin Man, which turned into New Threads, uh, a song called Off the Wall, but that was based off of the already existing Off the Wall from this album. Uh, then we had two other songs. One of them was called James Siegel, and the other one was <laughs> called Sandwich, Massachusetts. Uh, and that's what made this song. Jazz music is in the, the At the last minute, we said, oh, we could throw this song on the album. We could throw two more songs on what was originally called Jet Ski. You can hear jazz music on Bandcamp. Now I'm going to unspotify. Suspend my disbelief. Give me that
this song definitely has the same vibe that Free Rock has. Of like, that's that time. It sounded like there was a wolf howling at the very end. That's what it sounded like. I was like, that's cool. I, I don't have think no you... clue what you're talking about, no? James, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, boy. It fucking sounded yeah, like, boy. I swear I heard, like, at the end of the mix, I You want a gun? You're gonna have to come to me to get it! <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town, boys. You're Mr. Sawyer. <laughs> oh. Dude, James yeah. still James still hasn't seen Lost. You know what? I remember one day we were fucking driving on the highway up to New Hampshire to take those pictures on the fucking boat, and I'm sitting in the back. I think we were like just like I fuck, I was Lost. fucking I baked what, in the back you. seat, and you guys were talking about Lost, and I, and I was fucking hearing like, because my fucking interpretation of Lost is just an island show and then i hear oh time travel oh the fucking parallel universe oh the fucking this guy is fucking yeah, this guy's okay. mother and i'm like, like what the fuck if you what the what fuck is this on, show yeah it goes well season well see if you if you just watch season one then yeah it is an island survival show well even dude, once I mean, you hit on, there's a fucking polar bear no but i'm saying like season two and three it's there's like oh oh there's polar. more people on this island you learn about their history and you go oh i know about them Spoiler and then alert. Well, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about plot. I'm just saying, like, I mean, well, surprise. There's other people on the album. And Dude, this show universes. is fucking old. Okay, I can talk. <laughs> I can talk about the show. At Walter this point. White dies. It's like yeah. you know what I mean. Fuck you. But I'm saying is that once you hit like four or five, Fuck it's like y'all. now there now there's fucking time travel thrown in the mix, and there's people off the Daniel island. Daniel Faraday. When Daniel Faraday yeah. shows up on screen, everything is fucked. That's just all you gotta know. When you see a man Faraday. named Daniel, it fucking sucks. Dude, he's the game changer. Fucking sucks. Right. Well, well, we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> hey. We're gonna go to the next song. Now. Fight me, brah. The next fucking song fight. on the Wanna album. Fight about it. Wanna the next fight. song on the album has two a dual meaning. What I guess uh, one of them I didn't know about. Well, first What's one. What's the next fucking song? The song is called Captain Trips. Oh, I'm really gonna just do a fucking track by act on this fucking shit. Uh, the, the next song is called Captain Trips, and uh, the the uh, intent the intentional meeting on this song is Stephen King's book, which I read right when the coronavirus was hitting, which is called The Stand, which is about a pandemic wiping out most of humanity. It was really weird to be reading that book at the same time as all this shit was going down. Uh, the name of the virus in the book is called Captain Trips. Uh, I also learned later on, after the song was written, that uh, Jerry Garcia had a nickname, Captain Trips. Oh, really? Didn't know that until I saw it on a Wikipedia page. I looked, I looked up Captain Trips because I was reading about the stand. Dude, it's crazy. Like Gary, Jar- Jer- Gary Garcia. Jerry? Jerry Garcia has a nickname. 
Dude, it's kind of crazy thinking about. I'm sorry, but about the like little fucking rock and roll details that coincide with the shit we do. Like our first gig in Boston was like the day Neil Peart died, or it was announced that he fucking died. That's true. We, had, it was to, like, we had to hold a fuck. memorial at the gig. There was like a moment of silence. And now you're telling me Jerry Garcia's nickname was Captain Trips. Man, that's crazy. But that's just a theory. A game theory. <laughs> Play Captain Trips. <laughs> you gradually <laughs> so yeah, this song was originally the final You read your asshole. They think they're better than everyone. <laughs> Fuck them.
Devil Ray. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The next song on the album is Rack I'm letting it play. What'd you say? I didn't say nothing, James. Oh, well. You want to play the The music video for this song features Novak Djokovic, who is in some water right now for angrily hitting his Who the fuck watches tennis? Dude, this dude's trending on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Our video is getting clicks, bro. Yeah. That's what it fucking means. Yeah, I fucking yeah, you know what? That's what it means. I saw a week ago. There's a fucking racket. There's a fucking racket. And he hit a racket. He's trying to make me fall. He's trying to make me fall. He's trying to make me Like, 
energy of like the first guy and the Bob Woodward. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about Bob I don't know that much about it other than like the fact that like he had this shitty. Hold on, wait, clarify. What the fuck is that last thing you say there? What? In the end of that song. What's up, Galbucci? What's up, Caspucci? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> just just I just want to know what that means. It doesn't means. mean anything. Is that a person? No, I just made it up. That's fucking hilarious. It's just, what's up, Caspucci? What's up, Caspucci? When I was doing the what end... What the fuck? That's hilarious. When I was All doing right, the fucking end of that, I was, like, fucking up saying Jamaica. I kept, like... I think I was having a stroke at the end, because I was saying Jamaica, Kama, Kanuka, Manuka. I was, like... I couldn't get Jamaica right at the end. Well, I, like... What's cause, Jamaica? Well, because we were all, like... We were all, like, just dying Jamaica. out at the end, so it was, like... Yeah, it was kind of fun. I noticed that, like, the best writers are the people that learn to go with their spasms. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that's kind of what I've learned to do to a point where, like, I see it now. And it's like, oh, that's, like, what it is. It's not like I have to try. I just have, to, I just have to accept, like, being the weirdness that I am. You can exist outside of the fuck-up and be able to control the fuck-up into yeah. something that is, like, well, that's listenable how you, and enjoyable. You know, going back to yeah, the whole so, songwriting so thing, that's, like, all it is, getting out of your own way and... And going with the doodle, it isn't trying to force something. It's so, like yeah. letting it just come out and letting it happen. And people don't really comes. understand what it means to by letting it happen. They think it's like some supernatural, like yeah, let it happen, man. Just feel it out. And it's like it really is like feeling it out, like Yo. like that. You just kind of move your hand around until like a noise comes out that you like. Bob Woodward. Why'd you start this one? You probably know more about it than I do. Other I than think Bob Woodward. Flexed on the whole Wait. world. I think while <laughs> while Bob Woodward Donald Trump, I don't think knows have, what to do. May have may have had the opportunity to save some lives. I think there's nothing Bob Woodward would have said at the beginning that with Donald Trump still saying that it's you know because he still would have tried. He said it himself in the tapes. He wanted to play it down. And even if Bob Woodward came out and said, "Oh, I listen to this," but Donald Trump would have. Figured out some way to Donald Trump his way out of it. But here's the thing: convince his voters still that it's not the that Republicans. Still be in the same spot. The Republicans are, are still going to play the card of oh he said that because he doesn't want to create chaos. Like obviously that's what he's trying to do. Like well, right, he doesn't want to come out and say hey this but is all so all the other bad. countries in the fucking world were able to tell everybody exactly what's going on and not create chaos. The way I see it is that. People that are going to go vote for him, I don't think they're going to be turned away by it because that, even though that is a sound logic thing to make, like I he has his crowd. I think those people are going to go. People who are going to go vote for him are people who are going to go vote for him. No matter what, it doesn't matter. People who like Kevin Spacey like Kevin Spacey regardless of. He could go murder. He could go murder someone and they'd still vote for him. That's because he's a celebrity. He's not a politician he's well, a celebrity and that's why so I, I always have like i always feel followers. like i have to defend the republican when i talk about trump because i'm like 
Because I always feel well, like I understand I, I, that he's I not have, a Republican. The Republican and the Trumpian. That's I, there, are, there are things, definitely you know? Republicans who are like, yeah, because I'm. Not I want to clarify, I'm not precious. a Republican, but but whenever like, I always like whenever I talk about Trump with someone, like I have to question it from the side of the Republican because most people who question Trump don't like him because they're like a Democrat, and most Republicans just don't question it. They just kind of like it's shrug true. it off of like, yeah, he he kind of says shitty things, but I'm a Republican and whatever, like. It's my party, yeah. and it's like okay. Well, I I understand it from the Democratic point of view, and I'm I'm just signing it from the Republican point, saying it to the Democrat, like hey, like I under you know, it's just weird. It's fucking it's stupid that like we have to talk like this in it's general. True. Like we can't like, we can't just like acknowledge the elephant in the room. Like and yeah, we do have a fucking like bad president. Like yeah. a child in the office, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how did we get here? How did how did moron. like humans he are us here. shitty people? So here's the thing: is that even if you can make the argument that like he was good for the economy and good for unemployment, even if you can make that argument, he can't handle a crisis. He cannot handle when we're in a situation like this, and that's kind of the leader you need to be able to handle a crisis. You know what I mean? Like, what if we went to war with this fucking guy? What would war be like under Donald Trump? Shit. Not fucking good. You know what I mean? I don't think we're going to war. I don't think so either. I don't think we'll see it. Well, I don't don't, think that. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. I I would knock on that shit. I really (laughs) do believe that we are getting past that tribalistic point of, like, wait, there's, like, we have way too many weapons. Like, we, we can't really fuck around. Like, why are we, like... And that's why it's like interesting when when we go when like we talk about going to space. <laughs> people's first like thing is we have to arm space, like that's their first go. We have to because we have to protect it, right? And it's like wait, well, but I understand your point thought. of view if you want to protect it, but at the same point, is that the right like? Way of like projecting the future of like guns in space, guns everywhere. Gun- well, that's the American response. The American I, response is we need a military force. We need in to space. protect. Like, we need to make why? sure like. <laughs> why do we need that? Why don't we have that's like the science gun argument in issues that guns exist? So it's like, what are you gonna do at this point? But the gun argument is that like, hey, at the end of the day, when everything fails to exist, I want to be able to protect me and my family, right? It is kind of, and I kind of understand that point of view, and especially when you're living in the country and you you have 40 acres of land and the nearest police station's like 20 miles away, like I I feel like I can kind of understand the want sense. to protect your shit. I just guns aren't fucking. They sh- obviously they shouldn't be fucking illegal, and people should still be able to get guns. Obviously, I see both sides it's of just, the argument. People are just saying there should be more regulation in the guns. And I or, agree. Or around if, areas like this, where the some... big city, like you know, when there's a police station every fucking. Well, like you can go miles. to Texas, and like if you go to a gun show, you can buy a gun like that day without yeah. like any sort of like. You probably do that shit in Tennessee. We went to the shoot the. Fucking... Yeah, that shooting range was terrifying. It was just to... like, oh, well, we never that's... shot a gun. Hey, here's an AK-47. That's how like, they get around. The try. The... Like walked in there without giving them an ID. Well, those shows, those shows. That's how they get around the heavy like licensing issues of trying to get a gun. Those shows, you can go there, the go through the up. issue, the the, the trials very yeah. quick, and get a gun. Where you yeah. know. Here's the other fucked up thing about guns too, is it's like, we I was under twenty one, so they I could only get the M sixteen or the like sawed off shotgun. No pistol. It was the AK forty seven. Yeah, that's what it was. The semi automatic one. Yeah, that's all I was allowed to have. We weren't allowed to have like a small gun. 
I was like, I don't want to shoot a fucking. I AK-47. think the reason behind that though is that because it has the shoulder stock, you can like put it. You have more like stability. I don't know the exact. I'm not a gun. I'm not a gun person. I don't know why. Tiny pistol. I'm not saying to get rid of guns, but I am saying yeah, more regulations. Like I'm saying, not be able to. You know what? You know we should do. I think in this situation, I think we shouldn't have it be a state to state thing. I think it should be a federal thing. I think that there should be a federal test to get a gun. I don't think it should be a a state fucking by state database. You know what I mean, Justin? Think about all the pawn shops in Tennessee you could go into and fucking buy a gun in. How easy that would be. Every pawn shop, like Tom's Pawn, they all fucking just sell guns. Yeah. Like hunting Mid-ten rifles. Mid-10 pawn and loan. Like, they all just sell guns. And you could probably just go in there and buy them, give them your fucking ID, and be like, okay, you're good. There's well, probably no background dude, check. Like, There's probably no, The like, other argument with guns is guns end li- lives like that. So would you rather people ending lives with knives? People say, people say, well, would you rather people go at each other with spears or guns? This is the argument that pisses me off. Is when people say, well, cars kill. There's like cars kill so many people a year. You know, should we should we ban cars? And the really like thing you have to think about was no, because here's the thing: cars are not meant to kill people. Wait, hold on. Statistics. Well, hold up. Cars are not built to kill people. Cars, a byproduct of cars is that you get in an accident and you die sometimes, but they are not built. To kill guns, literally only have one purpose: to kill. To kill, and it's like, so why do we fucking need that? Why do we need that in like such, such? Why is it so easy to obtain? I guess that's what I'm saying. Maybe we should have like tasers. Like we, we, if people are really concerned about. Like, like so, you have a federal license. You or have you a have license. The, yeah, like put the bullet on every state. Harder to get a, or more tough to get a license. I but that's know. the thing. I'm if you make expert, that a federal but... thing, then the, every state has a. You know the process you have to go through to get that license. It, it it's you have that license. You have to recertify for, in Massachusetts. You have to recertify for that license. So the next song, the last song, you know what I'm is saying? the last song. Like, What's that's the last song? Gone wild. Gone wild. There aren't many fucking like crazy shootings in Massachusetts. You know what I mean? Because we have a crazy fucking regulation on guns here. Yeah, like, I probably suppose that's state, true. We're overly regulated with guns. If somebody corrects me on this later, I don't know if there's been any like mass shootings in the state. I, I it has to have been at least once, yeah, but definitely not on the level of like, you know, a lot of other, a lot of other look look states. You know what I mean? And that's because you have to recertify to get a license to carry. You know? So what's the next song? Gone Wild. There's wild two. Play it. Yeah, hold on. There's two. The Wakefield Massacre, which was December 26, oh, 2000, at Ed- Edgewater Technology. He-, he killed seven people. Wow. And then Bard College killed four people. Yeah, that's pretty bad, but in the grand scheme. No, I'm sorry. He killed one person. Oh. And wounded four. That's still pretty bad, but. But that's not as uh, bad compared as to some every of, other some s- of the other mass shootings. That's like, what I'm saying, man. Like I know, like a federal getting the federal government on anything like that sounds yeah, like a hassle. Yeah, there's another article. Why works. Massachusetts has the fewest gun deaths? Because we regulate our guns. We have appropriate regulation. You can still get a gun. My brother-in-law has a gun. I'm sure it didn't take him. You know, I didn't, I'm sure it wasn't that fucking difficult. Yeah. But that's the thing, man. Like, we actually have regulations here. You know what I mean? We actually have to recertify to fucking keep those guns. True. You know? All right. Well, 
I just, Justin went upstairs, but I guess this, that's a good time to start Gone Wild, the last song. Uh, thanks for listening into this uh, in-depth Gone Wild episode of Gone Wild, the podcast. Yeah. Here's, here's the final song on the record. Gone Wild. Hope you enjoy it. from this podcast is the extra royalties we'll make from streaming our album twice on Spotify. Yeah. If Spotify listens in far enough to hear me say that, 
I will gladly accept the consequences. <laughs>